It's time to get educated about everything Bachelor. It's time for the Bachelor Degree. Here are your hosts, Jill Morgan and Maddie Moore. Okay, we recording. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Bachelor Degree. We are here to set you up for your degree in all things Bachelor Nation. Once again, I'm your host, Jill Morgan, and I'm here alongside my co-host, Maddie Moore. Hello, everyone. We're back. We're back, and like this is almost bittersweet mm-hmm. because it's the finale, but just to preface, that doesn't mean we're leaving. No, we are not going <laughs> anywhere. Do not worry. Do, don't you worry. Don't you fret because we have a lot of things in store. Yes, there's so much in store for us. And I do, you know, it, it does feel a little bittersweet. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. wow, we are like at the end of Matt's season. We like, made it two seasons. I'm like honestly really happy that the season is over because I've almost like had enough. I feel the exact same way. <laughs> um, Yeah, but you know sad at the same time but i'm ready for a new chapter for sure yeah i I do think it's just been quite a journey for matt's season so i'm excited to talk through this finale and after the final rose i mean it was kind of almost i guess you could say historic iconic Mm -hmm. i don't know what the the right word is yeah unique that like it was the first after the final rose that we didn't have chris as the host Mm -hmm. um and so i do feel like there is a lot to talk about. Yes, um, yes. But overall, I guess, you know, w- what were your thoughts and reactions toward the finale? Oh, gosh. I don't I don't know. Sort of like Matt, I'm a little, like, at a loss for words. Mm-hmm. Not, obviously not for the same reasons. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, it was just very different. Almost, like, anticlimactic, I feel like. I think that's a perfect word for it. Yeah, it was just, like one of the most boring i hate using that words but like sleepy finales Mm -hmm. i think it's because i sort of knew what was going to happen and it was predictable i mean there weren't too many shocking moments um but yeah i don't know i totally agree i mean i think especially because this season for the both of us like we did find out what happened mm-hmm. in the end and, and that was kind of spoiled for yeah. us. And normally that isn't the case that mm-hmm. there wasn't that level of excitement. Right. But also I think the fact that, you know, it didn't end up in a proposal and it was kind of this thing where all of a sudden this like light bulb went off in Matt's head that he wasn't ready to be engaged. But yeah. the whole time, like he was talking about an engagement. Yeah. And we'll get into that. But I because I have some thoughts on that and questions I want to mm-hmm. ask you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Towards that. But yeah, it was just definitely different. Definitely strange and unique and heavy there's a lot of words to describe it there is there (laughs) honestly is and i think the best thing to do is let's just start at the beginning Mm -hmm. um you know he obviously starts with his date with michelle where he's uh bringing michelle to meet his mom and his brother yeah and we just need to start off right off the bat which i've seen this on tiktok so i know i'm not crazy okay his brother looks like nipsey hustle yeah Everyone's saying Nipsey Hussle and Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick, yeah. (laughs) What did I just say? Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick. (laughs) Colin Kaepernick, 100%. And it was so funny because when we were watching the promos last week, I kept saying to my girlfriends, I'm like, he looks like someone. He looks like someone famous and I can't put my finger on it. And then finally, 
I, we were sitting there and my friend's boyfriend was like, he looks like Nipsey. And I was Literally. like, oh my God, that's it. I know. I looked it up and I was like, oh my God. Yes. Like crazy. 100%. Yeah. And then, and then my other friend was like, and a little bit of Colin. And then, yep. Yeah. That's what everyone said too. Yep, so just a mixture. Kind of funny little yeah. thing there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I feel like Michelle's date went really well. It went very well. I mean, she made a really good impression with his mom. She started crying they both started crying mm-hmm. i think that her mom definitely liked michelle i mean how could you not like she's super sweet like mm-hmm. she's easy to get along with easy to talk to so she's got her stuff together right like, she is an established woman mm-hmm. you know very um i feel like she listens really well and, and it's probably the teacher in her too yeah but, um <laughs> yeah like i just feel like they just like started crying I know. and i was like they were really connecting yeah um and you know i think it was something uh, something his mom said um really made me tear up you know when Mm. she was talking about the life that she was able to give matt she said you know it was a blessing that he did have those families that had you know kind of more stable homes Mm -hmm. uh, because she felt like she couldn't provide that to him i know that was so sweet i know so sweet there's so many heartbreaking and emotional lines that have come out of matt and his family and yeah i mean just really sad but like i'm glad that i feel like that's definitely probably made him into the person he is today like all of those different setbacks it's like made him stronger and i love that his mom is like supporting him no matter what so yeah definitely you could tell that they have such a you know strong relationship with each other one thing that i was cracking up about was when he was talking with his mom did you see him like rubbing her yes. inner thigh oh i was like what is going on here oh my god i saw that and then i saw a tiktok about it everything always goes back to i know TikTok. everything but <laughs> someone was like yeah it's definitely clear that his love language is physical touch <laughs> i was like um not towards his mom i hope right like, honestly though it was a little weird and i was like i get it like i know that guys have like more i don't know how to describe it but like different relationships with their mothers than like yeah girls do with their moms i yeah. think like i think about like my cousins and like they're always hugging her her you know their mom <laughs> and like like i think physical touch might be like something that's comforting to yeah, them yeah maybe just because i'm not that type of way right like i'm not like a super I, like oh let's give yeah, hugs and I like got like secondhand like weirdness right like i was like oh i just like cringed a bit like why are you rubbing her thigh like please stop (laughs) and probably he just like thinks it's like a nice loving thing to do but yeah i know there's no like weirdness weird about things it, but behind I felt weird it. about it oh yeah a hundred percent and then i think the last thing to end on it because there really wasn't too much no there wasn't much with michelle's yeah date. was there something you wanted to no mention? no okay but um yeah i think i loved when she like threw the snowball at him that at was the cute. end yeah it was really sweet it was cute and i mean these, i feel like these dates were super quick too because so fast i was like boom here's his parent or yeah. here's his, his mom and his brother yeah. let's have a quick conversation and i feel like they didn't really show a conversation with matt talking to his mom until like the end the after part yeah yeah yeah, when michelle left so it was really quick you know introductions i guess yeah yeah definitely all right so on to to rachel yeah let's go to rachel i mean um what did you think because i was a little like going into it i'm like this could either go like really good Mm -hmm. or they could maybe like really not like her yeah well she first talked with his brother um and i felt like he was grilling her a little bit more than michelle i totally agree yeah he was asking a lot 
<laughs> of more serious questions and i was listening to like some other podcast or something and someone mentioned like that his brother definitely google searched like best questions to ask yeah. like brother's girlfriend and i thought that was really funny but the one thing that she did mention was that she hasn't been in many serious relationships yet and like obviously that makes sense because she's 24 so like i wouldn't expect her to be in that many serious relationships just to preface what's happening maddie is trying to open a laffy taffy and it sort of just split in half like it literally just like stayed in the wrapper and completely split in half it's really sad it's really sad but it's fine i just don't need the laffy taffy um but i know i totally agree that like his brother was kind of coming in hot with those questions i was like oh man like he's ready but something that i do want to mention is i just felt like the minute that rachel got out of the car you could tell how like in love matt was with her yes like he was so like Mm -hmm. just so excited to see her and just like you know kind of prepping her for like who she she was gonna meet and he was like you're gonna do great and just i don't know i just felt way more of like that connection Mm -hmm. yeah it it, it's obvious that he is definitely very much into rachel um and even his brother mentioned like when they were just sitting on the couch in the beginning he was like my brother just seems like a different person and i was like yeah i mean it's it's pretty clear that rachel's the front runner so 100 percent. i mean his brother was able to tell right away that that rachel was definitely the one for him and Mm -hmm. like i said i think it was it was pretty obvious and i even wrote in my notes like the way he leans into his kisses with rachel is so different Mm -hmm. than how he kisses michelle yeah yeah for sure and also like the conversation she had with his mom went really well too i mean his mom was in tears again and um she brought up religion and like how matt like prayed over them the first night Mm -hmm. um but yeah that like really clearly really got to his mom Mm -hmm. yeah i think that they did grow up in a pretty religious household and Mm -hmm. i mean i think just being from the south too i think that's a really important part of their culture and um i think it was obvious that it's a pretty big part of rachel's life as well yeah um that there was some connection with that so i think that definitely brought out some emotion in his mom mm-hmm. um also i think she's so cute like she's got a lot of makeup on yeah. and has like no wrinkles so i'm like pop off with the botox Literally. like she had no her cheekbones were like beautiful yeah and her forehead um which i just love yeah but also like embrace your wrinkles whatever do you <laughs> like does not matter you're getting older but she just had like no wrinkles yeah. and her tweed skirt was so cute she's such a classy lady yeah she was she was really adorable so that was really it for them meeting his family um and then he kind of talks to his family once both of the girls leave um and i feel like this was a pretty interesting conversation like i feel like this was the conversation that kind of turned the course a hundred percent this was the climax Mm -hmm. like the girls meeting the family was the rising action and then this was the peak the climax like it was just it was almost like a switch Mm -hmm. like went off in his head when his mom was like i you know like they're both great girls but you know love isn't the end all be all Mm -hmm. and i was like oh and then he started 
when his mom started doubting it he started to doubt it and i was like wait he's he said he's been in love and all of a sudden you're not like i just i don't know it was very strange and i wanted to get your opinion on this because do you think he wouldn't have doubts if his mom ever brought up the doubts to be honest i i don't know i mean part of me wants to say like i don't think he would have had the doubts if he didn't have that conversation with his mom like you could just tell how um valued his mother's opinion is that he really really values what Mm -hmm. she has to say and i also think it kind of just showed like maybe his age a bit and that like he isn't super secure in like his own decision making that he relies on his mom for that validation which i think is really interesting because like then why did you go on the show well as you're saying that it just reminds me of another little bachelor we had a few years ago Who? peter oh my god yes yeah. oh, i didn't even make that connection Very similar like relying on I mean, I feel like Peter was on a whole other level, but just like relying on their mom and like really valuing their mom's opinion. And like, I totally get it. Like I value my parents' opinion above anyone else. But at the same time, like once you hit a certain age and you're like looking for that person, it's almost like you have to be your own person and like trust, have trust in yourself and have trust in your partner that like you can make this work because at the end of the day they're not in your relationship they're not going home with you Mm -hmm. like it's you too so if you think you can make it work like be secure in that Mm -hmm. and like you know like your parents will soon come to like x person but Mm -hmm. i don't know i just yeah yeah it's it's complicated it is and i mean i think that there is a level of like you know maybe he was just questioning this process and then the fact that she added that comment in there kind of threw him for a loop and Mm -hmm. i mean it is sad because i think obviously i'm not a parent i don't know what it it feels like to be a parent but i think a big thing is you want to protect your children like you want to protect them from getting their heart broken because you may have had an experience and that's exactly what it is i mean his mom got her heart broken Mm -hmm. you know his dad left and she's been a single mother all of her life and she's like you know what like i don't want my son to rush into a decision that may end up in in a breakup or divorce Mm -hmm. like so you have to understand and respect that to a level but then they're also their own people and they need to be able to make their own decisions and they may mess up Mm -hmm. and that's a part of life right so i i just feel like he kind of you know took his mom's advice a little bit too much and maybe just did what he thought in the moment was the mm-hmm. right thing which is the only thing you can do yeah but i don't know if if they didn't have that conversation yeah maybe he would be engaged yeah i definitely agree with you but another thing i was wanted to ask you about was like do you think his mom was almost like projecting her experience onto him mm-hmm. being like well i went through it mm-hmm. and you sort of touched on it but mm-hmm. she was like well i went through it so like just be careful Mm -hmm. like da 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 and i'm like like i get it i Mm -hmm. totally understand where she's coming from and Mm -hmm. you know if i like went through whatever Mm -hmm. and then i was like telling my son like be careful like i get it but Mm -hmm. like i said before he has to be his own person at some point and like you said make mistakes Mm -hmm. and i don't know i just 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think there, there might have been some projection. You know, I don't know how long ago, you know, her relationship with his yeah. dad ended and like how that's been, um, if it's been super complicated or not. Mm-hmm. So I don't fully know, but but I wouldn't be surprised if it was a little bit of a projection and also just that like, I'm really trying to protect you and right. make sure that you're not gonna enter into something that you're going to regret. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, it, it really turned to the course of the whole finale. Yeah, 100%. So then I'm trying to think he talks to Chris, right? Yeah, he does talk to Chris. This is before he goes on the dates, the last dates. Okay. And he basically just says like he's having a lot of doubts Mm -hmm. after his conversation with his mom and his brother, which totally understandable. I would be having doubts as well. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And I think I think in that time frame, he knew Michelle wasn't his person. Like it was, it was pretty clear. I think his mind was made up. I think his mind was has been made up for a while, but I think that sort of like secured it that Rachel was his person. And I think part of it is too that like he knows that Michelle is so much more mature and mm-hmm. like in a different spot in her life than yeah. Rachel is. Yeah. That I think he probably. Aside from the fact that his feelings were way stronger for Rachel than they were for Michelle. Mm -hmm. But I also think the fact that like he knew at the end of this, Rachel would probably be fine if it didn't end up in an engagement. And she was. She was totally fine with that. Where I feel like Michelle, it maybe wouldn't have been yeah as okay she's older she wants to, she's like ready to settle down and i just felt like she was so like madly in love with him that she was really ready for that yeah and and i mean yeah it was just it was <laughs> it was super heartbreaking but mm-hmm. you could just tell that he was not in love with michelle i think he and i think he said this like he had love for michelle yeah he just wasn't in love with her. in love with her mm-hmm. yeah yeah for sure and and i feel like chris you know in their conversation he was like this is not the guy i was talking to a week ago yeah i was like it's kind of true yeah dramatic but true yeah i mean everything changed after that conversation with his family like mm-hmm. everything i was also laughing when he was like he was like what kind of a greeting card is that like don't worry love ends when oh chris said my that God. and i was like that's so funny it <laughs> <laughs> is funny yeah <laughs> all right and then we have his date with michelle mm-hmm. and i mean it was it was cute it was a cute date it was fine they rappelled down the side of a yeah. building together which was cute <laughs> yeah, yeah that would have been fun i think i think it was a fun little moment for them yeah. um I think the night portion was, uh, well, obviously the night portion was kind of crazy. Um, <laughs> but after they, you know, re- repelled down the building and they had a cute little like date. Yeah. Like little, I don't know, lunch or something. Mm-hmm. Um, they had their night portion and how freaking cute with I Michelle know. and the jerseys. This reminded me of like old time Bachelor. Like you were saying, like you were saying last time that they like give gifts to one another Mm -hmm. and it was the cutest gift. Oh my God. I was obsessed with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The jerseys she got said like uh, he had one that said Mr. James on the back and her said Mrs. James. But his face when he saw like mrs james he was like oh you got me a jersey how nice but then she brought up a mrs james and he was like 
uh-huh he's like oh shit you could just tell he was like oh my god i almost wish she wouldn't have done this because it's like breaking my heart more that like yeah. i have to now break her heart for after sure. she's done this for me mm-hmm. and you could tell because like the mood just completely changed and i i think she said to him did she say something to him like what's going on like what are you thinking about yeah he i feel like he was just really quiet he was and she's like please say something like what's yeah. happening yeah and could kind of start to tell that things were going south yeah and it's just so sad like i think you can go from such a high to such a low mm-hmm. within seconds of each other and it's yeah. it's really devastating and yeah. i think like anyone who's been through a breakup can understand that but it's like one minute you think that this is your person mm-hmm. and i think it's just heightened on this show that yeah. like one minute you think i'm going to get married to this person within a couple of days and then the next minute they are literally breaking your heart oh for sure like that's so devastating yeah i mean if you really think about it like yeah exactly it's it's crazy and i can't even imagine like how much like your headspace is just effed up like after this process because it's like one minute you have serotonin and the next it's like oh crap like this is a life altering Mm -hmm. decision I have to make yeah but yeah it was just you know he kind of just said that he was having doubts about their relationship and Mm -hmm. i was like oh boy here we here we go here we go go, where he's about to break her heart (laughs) and it it really was just so sad because you could just see like the life kind of leave her face and yeah and she was just so devastated and you know he said that he has been having doubts and Mm -hmm. something she said that i wrote down was like i need you to tell me like am i supposed to fight for you or not yeah and I was like, that is a powerful oh, statement. Oh my God. I was like, please say something to her. Like, mm-hmm. at least just give her closure. And obviously now we know what happened afterwards when we learned at the after the final rose. But mm-hmm. yeah, it was just heartbreaking. I'm like, I'm like, I get it. Like, you don't want to be in this position right now. You don't want to break her heart, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But like, give her the respect and yeah. like, you know, like have the decency to just like, be like you're just not my person mm-hmm. and i'm as as heartbreaking as as it is like i'm in love with someone else right and i just feel like he owed her so much more of an explanation than what she got yeah and and i wrote down too like i'm surprised that she's not asking more questions and i'm sure it's that shock it's, mm-hmm. it's just an absolute shock that yeah. like is probably so unexplainable right in that moment but the fact that like he probably knew going into this that he was going to do that yeah that like he should have had a couple things prepared mm-hmm. to tell to her and say like hey this is the reality of the situation like i'm deeply sorry right you know i have had a great time with you and blah blah blah, blah. he literally gave her nothing yeah it was he literally said like i don't think i can get there with you and that was it (sighs) it's like why right like give her something more she deserves something way more yeah and and yeah so that just their conversation you know really just kind of upset me because i was like this is so not okay and i think in the past we've seen really deep conversations where there is that closure Mm -hmm. and she was not given that and he literally was like okay like you know do you want to walk me out yeah i was like bro you need to like get better at breaking up with people because you're not good at it oh yeah i just don't think he was prepared in all honesty like to be the bachelor like i i honestly think you need to go on a prior season as a contestant to be a lead like you just have to 
have that empathy Mm -hmm. and like know where the contestants are coming from and sort of be on that other side so when you are the lead you treat everyone with like the decency and respect and not that matt is like a terrible human at all like i freaking love matt but it's just like he's never done this before he's never been in this process before so he like actually does not know how to go about certain situations Mm -hmm. like at certain points in the process Mm -hmm. so i just think that's sort of what like was his downfall for sure i agree and i mean i think it sucks because he is a younger lead than we've had in the past he's 30 right is he 30 i thought he was 30 am i am i wrong i think you might be right why did I think he was like 20 something? Okay. Everyone keep kept saying he was young, but I could have sworn he was like at least 30. I'm looking it up. Oh, he's 29. Okay. He's 29. Okay, okay, but still older than I thought. Yeah. So maybe I mean, not like in his 30s at all, but like, yeah, right. but I don't, I don't know. Okay. Maybe I'm not going to give him the benefit <laughs> of the doubt of being young, but I, like you said, I think the fact that he didn't have the experience yeah. and I mean, just the fact that he is the first black bachelor, like oh that's God. a weight on your shoulders. That's that's mm-hmm. so probably unexplainable to other yeah. people that, you know, I couldn't imagine the weight of that on top of Crazy. not being a part of the, you know, the franchise ever before. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it definitely was just not the best of breakups and you could just tell she was devastated i mean she was just sobbing in her room when he left and the goodbye really wasn't much of a goodbye at all um yeah and and yeah and i think it just i think that coupled with like the conversation with his mom like really rocked him Mm -hmm. and he was basically unable to have his date with rachel yeah i mean after the breakup with michelle we finally got to see the conversation that's been teased for x amount of weeks i literally wrote we finally got the i know and i'm like oh that's what it was about (laughs) i it really was just after the breakup with michelle i thought there was gonna be so much more to it i mean obviously that is heartbreaking in mm -hmm. itself but i did think it was gonna be under different circumstances Mm -hmm. um But yeah, he basically just says to Chris that, you know, he wasn't in love with Michelle and he doesn't know if he's ready to propose and um, that he's like not ready for to have a date with Rachel. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, I just think he was so kind of just shocked by all of it. And I think like I think he kind of surprised himself because he did think he was like ready ready for this. hundred percent. And then it was like. I just broke someone's heart that I really cared about. Right. And now I don't think I want to be engaged. So like, what, what am I doing? And he just said, like, he literally got up from the curb and he was like, to be honest with you, Chris, like, I just need, I just need some time. Yeah. But what I will say is I feel like he could have handled the situation a little bit better and at least gone to Rachel. Yeah. Especially because I think if you know that, like he said that she's she's the the one one. don't you think you would go to them like for comfort and you would want to go to them and say like hey i'm going through a shit time right now like like, want that comfort mm -hmm. from that person but maybe it's also like okay i don't really want to go to the girl that i want to end up with and like and cry cry over the girl i just broke up that's really (laughs) awkward i didn't really think about it that way it's like crazy circumstances that 
will never understand. No. And like, I will never want to be in that situation. No. Because the fact that like your boyfriend just broke up with someone that he almost was in love with. Literally. I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm good. good. I'm, I'm good. good. <laughs> <laughs> We're good. Yeah. Yeah. So then Chris goes to see Rachel and basically says, I have, a, does he give it the note to her? I think, no, that's the next day, right? Or did Chris say he was canceling the date? Yeah, so Chris yes. knocks on the door yes. and he's like, hey, Rachel, like I have some pretty, you know, terrible news. And she's thinking that like Matt, you is know, done. is like, yeah, you know, moved on. She's yeah. like, oh my God, this is like the breakup, whatever, yeah. blah, blah, blah. He's like, he just needs some time. You're not having a date. That's horrible. That sucks. The fact that Matt couldn't just come to her and tell her that himself. I know. Annoys me. Yeah. And especially because it's the date. And obviously she doesn't know that he's questioning not proposing. So it's like she thinks it's the date before her proposal. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, God, there's no date. Like, yeah, crazy. Right. I just I mean, I think he he definitely owed her some sort of a hangout or a date or even just like, right, hey, let's sit on the couch in. and like watch TV. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I definitely think that it sucked. But then I was just so thrown off that like, why the hell did Neil Lane Literally. Come? If Matt just said that he does not want to get engaged and he's like, yeah, this is not ending up in a proposal, Neil Lane knocks on the door. Well, he's supposed to be on a date with Rachel. Yeah. I'm like, I thought that you like needed some time. You need some time with Neil. You think looking at rings would help you more? And then he confused and then you he more. One out. He's like, this is the one. I'm like, bro, I thought you weren't proposing. Yeah, it was a whole lot of confusion. I think that maybe they needed to uphold the contract with Neil that he had to make <laughs> so, an appearance. I saw you wrote that. I was like, yeah, that's probably what it was. Literally, I'm like, is this to uphold the contract? Because yeah. why the hell is Neil here? Oh, for sure. 100%. I mean, I'll take the ring. Yeah, I'll take the ring too. <laughs> we'll, we'll break it in half. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Should we get to the proposal? Yeah, because really, I mean, guys, that was like it. And there it was, wasn't much. It was so weird. I'm like, Okay, now we're just literally segueing to, like, he's standing at the altar waiting literally. for her. Like, this is weird. It was so weird. It was very um, choppy. Yes, <laughs> and the fact that, like, she gets this note slipped under her door oh, yeah. that's, like, meet me by the lake. Meet me by the lake. Okay, well, at the freaking lake is the proposal setting. <laughs> yeah. Like, it looks like a fairy tale. It was beautiful. It was gorgeous. So gorgeous. Like, one of my favorite setups. Me too, but yeah. I thought, like, y'all <laughs> didn't have a conversation in between you canceling her date and you potentially potentially proposing to her but not yeah that's weird it, it was it was just very weird and of questions and, and yeah and weird because obviously we know like after the final rose is 15 minutes away mm -hmm. and we just want to get to that and honestly i could care less about this because yeah. i knew that they weren't together anymore mm -hmm. so i was like whatever yeah like let's just hurry up yeah let's, let's get, get to this it. awkward conversation done and i mean it was also weird because he didn't even say anything in the beginning when she got there she was the one that did all the talking in the yeah, beginning yeah. i was like bro you have some explaining to do you better start talking and then she goes in with like oh my god like i'm so in love with you and then he's like oh me too i'm like mm, yeah i need was, an explanation it was not great it was not great it really wasn't because then i was just like so anticlimactic at that point and i'm like yeah okay so let's hug it out and like here's your rose but you ain't getting the ring that's in my pocket like yeah but one thing i will say is honestly i'm not mad that he didn't propose because mm. 
I think it would have put more strain on the relationship and like an engagement is so much more of a commitment than being boyfriend and girlfriend like Mm -hmm. you're committed to marry in the future and like at least with being boyfriend and girlfriend you have that option to get engaged and then get married whenever you're ready Mm -hmm. so I'm honestly glad he didn't propose Mm because there would be that extra weight and I just wish that there wasn't as much pressure in the franchise to propose because I think there could be more longer lasting relationships. Yeah, no, I definitely think I don't know. Maybe I'm popular, but... No, I think that is definitely, you know, a good opinion. And uh, I mean, it is just kind of... um, I don't know. Like something that I guess I found sad almost was like, he said, I just want to make sure my love is enough for you. And I was like, that's, that's I just really got the chill. Yeah, like that really is sad. <laughs> yeah. That he doesn't think that his love would be enough for her. But I, I guess I do agree with you that I'm glad that he didn't propose because then he would be taking away that experience from right. her and that experience from himself yeah. of proposing for the first time if it obviously didn't work out. Right. Um. So yeah, it kind of just ended there and it was like, okay, it's over. There's a horse and a carriage. Yeah, like that was cute, but like it was just different. It was just different. It was weird because, you know, we just knew what was happening. And um, yeah, I mean, yeah. So, all right. Should we hop into a little bit of AFR? Yeah, I feel like there's a lot to talk about with AFR. Yes, Um, for sure. So, yeah, I think we should get right into it. I mean, obviously, it was so different this season Mm -hmm. um, because we did not have Chris Harrison. You know, he had announced that he's going to be stepping aside from the show for a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, So we had Emmanuel Acho, who is a former NFL player, right? Yes. Not current, right? I don't think so. We talked about this last week, and I still don't know. (laughs) But he also has the um, uncomfortable conversations with black, with, with a, a black, black man. man. Yeah. yeah. So he had that series on YouTube during um, the summer. It became very popular. Then he um, published a book with the same title. Um, so I thought it was a good pick. I think, hmm, like, I think he did a really great job. I think that he was a great pick, especially for the conversations that needed to happen. I mean, um, I think at the beginning it was a little awkward and that makes sense because this is something new to him um but I think you know he like sat in the pocket and he got in his groove and did a well job did a good job overall yeah I mean I think that the first 10 minutes or so was definitely a little bit awkward Mm -hmm. um and I and I feel like you know it was weird just all the way around I mean it's it's a change it's something different and I think because there wasn't the studio audience either, which like obviously always makes it so much better. Mm -hmm. Um, More lively. Yeah, just more lively. Like it was weird. It was just like him sitting on a stage like, like, hi, like I'm this brand new person and like we're gonna, you know, bring in Michelle. And it just seemed like we needed something more before Michelle. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Like, and I'm not really sure what that would have been. And Mm -hmm. it probably would have just been, I don't know, maybe something with the studio audience if there was one well, there. Where was Brie? Brie Brie wasn't at the women tell all and she didn't oh. get a sit down at the AFR. 
And apparently she explained it on Nick Vile's podcast, which I haven't listened to yet. But okay. yeah, like, yeah, I, did. I guess I didn't really think about that, that they didn't talk to the third, second runner up. Yeah. Um, But yeah, they just like, you know, right off the bat brought Michelle out and, um, you know, it was just a little bit awkward. It was a little bit weird. And um, I don't know, like I just... I was like, oh, okay, like, I guess we're doing this. Like, I guess, like, yeah. th- this is it. And, and, you know, they brought Michelle out and um, he talked to her about her experience. Mm-hmm. And um, it. I think we, we learned some stuff there that she actually um, went to the producers after the breakup and asked if she could have just a moment with Matt to get closure because she said that there was a lot of questions that she wanted answered um and she wishes that she would have just gotten some time to say those things to him because the breakup happened like so quickly Mm -hmm. um and i guess matt declined to talk to her yeah he like she used the words i think refused to speak with her and that's Mm -hmm. like heavy Mm -hmm. i mean like when you're down and you're in a breakup like you just want that little bit of closure and even if it's not a lot you just want a little bit Mm -hmm. just so you can like have peace of mind and you can sleep at night Mm -hmm. and obviously she didn't get that and i would hate that like i just would want to know like why like if you're gonna do it do it i just just tell me why and Mm -hmm. obviously she didn't get that so yeah Yeah. i mean it it was really sad because i feel like and and even as we were talking about this earlier on in the episode like she was so heartbroken um and i feel like she did really you know need that closure from him that Mm -hmm. she didn't get and so they you know kind of pretty quickly on in their conversation with michelle brought out matt right yeah or or did he ask her kind of about rachel's comments first um oh yeah maybe she maybe he did i don't i don't know i didn't have that written down but i think maybe i think i think he asked her about rachel's comments first Um, yeah just kind of looking back at my notes here i'm pretty sure that's the order um and you know she said that the comments about you know Rachel's past was that it comes off very inconsiderate she said Mm -hmm. um and she talked about everyone making statements yeah uh in the you know different bachelor people that had come out and yeah I just like I don't know I I kind of got the sense that like Michelle is just a really strong person and Mm -hmm. you could just really tell that even though her heart was so broken like she's doing okay yeah for sure um I I think you said that well, so I have nothing else to add. <laughs> I know I feel like I, I don't have much to say about the Michelle yeah, no, bit me either. I which mean, you feel bad, but no, I mean, because then Matt comes out, mm-hmm. and I think that was like the bulk of like her being on stage. Um, and I think she was finally, hopefully for her, like able to get the answer she was looking for from Matt and obviously you know he said he couldn't like justify like Mm -hmm. why he didn't have that conversation like and I think did he say like if he could have done it over again he would have but Mm -hmm. you know obviously you can't go back you can't change history um but my favorite thing from her conversation with him was when she was being shady as hell Mm -hmm. and said like you know make sure you don't kiss with your eyes 
open mm-hmm. and like learn how to or learn how to kiss with your eyes closed and learn how to stop saying thanks for sharing i freaking loved that. so savage i was like yeah. yes michelle like clap back at him literally and you know something that like kind of annoyed me was he was like like if i would have known that's how you were feeling like i would have had that conversation i was like no. bro how did you think that she was feeling literally like, i literally just got wrote like um how do you think she was feeling like like don't be an idiot like honestly like i mean you just literally broke her heart on national television like don't you think she would have been sort of feeling super upset and hurt like i mean yeah i I don't know i just like that kind of annoyed me that he said that and and i just felt like matt could have said a little bit more um but she like very quickly got closure which i thought was kind of interesting like right after he said like one line she was like okay yeah like i feel better and i was like wait what okay like i was like that was that was <laughs> you know weird. i think at that point like at the afr she probably moved on enough where you know whatever he said she would have taken and it didn't really matter at that point and also she probably knew she was i mean she definitely knew she was the bachelor right, yeah. so <laughs> i think she was like you know over it and like accepted anything that he said right honestly she's probably like listen i've had the time to make peace with it mm-hmm. obviously things were very clouded with all of the rachel drama right, right. and stuff with that there's that, other like, stuff you have yeah to worry i think that her mind was probably elsewhere yeah. for the past couple of months in and also looking forward to her season mm-hmm. of the bachelorette yeah. so once that conversation was over, um, he had a sit down with Matt Matt by himself, yeah. right? Yeah, that was definitely a heavy conversation. I think, you know, he asked him, like, what was it like being and being named the first black bachelor? And obviously he said, you know, he felt a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. And I completely understand like i i couldn't even imagine like putting myself in that position and i could never put myself in that position it's like mm-hmm. it's crazy like you've never been through this process before and now you're the bachelor and not not even that you're the first black bachelor and mm-hmm. i can't even imagine like what type of pressure he was feeling yeah and i mean it, it's I think it was such a great conversation to like have two black men up on the stage having that conversation. I think it was just like at another level that wouldn't have been able to be achieved if Chris was hosting it. Um, And I think it was a really interesting conversation, an important conversation when they talked about making people comfortable with your blackness Mm -hmm. and having to prove to people that you're not threatening even though you come off as threatening just because of the color of your skin which is like just so disgusting i know and terrible but that is the reality yeah it's like we don't even think about that right we we don't really have to on a day-to-day basis and it's just like it's Mm eye-opening to hear what they have what they feel they need to do to make other people feel comfortable and Mm -hmm. it's just yeah right having to go that extra mile just to like prove yourself and prove that you're valid enough to be in the Mm -hmm. room it it was just so sad and i think it was a really great conversation that they were able to have like open and honestly right um and and then you know emmanuel asked about his relationship with rachel Mm -hmm. and kind of what happened after the show and he did say that they were things were really good for a while and they showed a couple pictures of them hanging out together Mm -hmm. um and something that i found you know to be pretty interesting was matt said he dismissed 
the allegations against her as rumors yeah in the beginning yeah that was really interesting to hear i mean i guess it makes sense because you want to trust your partner and you want to believe everything they, they that they wouldn't do this but um but i kind of have an issue with this okay okay so here's my issue if these things are coming out mm-hmm and he's dismissing them as rumors isn't he with her and saying what are they talking about like what are these things like this picture has surfaced of you like why wasn't she explaining what was happening right like why was she allowing him to think that they were just rumors like why didn't she admit right that that was her initially right i mean there's so it's there's so many like we can speculate about like what happened there's so many things like obviously we weren't behind closed doors we don't know all the conversations they had but yeah there's i feel like there's still so many unanswered questions Mm -hmm. and like the timeline of everything Mm -hmm. because um yeah there's just a lot of things that we're not privy to yeah definitely exactly because it's like you don't know what rumors he was hearing you don't know what the time frame was of all of this so like you said, it, it is too hard to kind of like speculate, but I found that to be pretty interesting that he said he just kind of brushed them off in the beginning. Yeah, um, for sure. And then once, you know, he said that he found out that they were true, it really made him question everything. Um, and, and he said, which I think was just like such a powerful statement, was that Rachel may not understand what it means to be black in America, like what it means for him to be a black man in America. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my goodness, like what a profound statement. Yeah. And obviously she doesn't understand. No what that is she never because, will and i mean right she never will because of her whiteness but she was not aware of it and she's right. was doing things that were very racially insensitive right. um so it's just like on, on a whole nother level i think yeah for sure um oh gosh i had something in my mind oh i was gonna say <laughs> and it's I, I, it, it came in and out but i can't. it came and then it went yes it came and it went i'm sure i'll think of it but yeah he also you know mentioned that like she needs to put in the work mm-hmm. like yes and that they're no longer together mm-hmm. yeah so. that was the big kind of i guess bombshell you know thing that he said was no we're not together anymore and i think i needed to take a step back and allow her to put in that work herself mm-hmm. um and and i think that this decision definitely drew a lot of um opinions from bachelor nation as to whether people agree with that or disagree with that i think a lot of people are saying um you know why if you loved her so much why didn't you stay with her and help her in this journey and then there's other people who are saying well it's not his responsibility to help her through this journey that that is on her um to do that work and if he doesn't want to be with someone that does racially insensitive things that's his His choice yeah yeah um so i definitely think that there have been a lot of opinions about that but at the end of the day um it doesn't matter what our opinions are right it's their decision as a couple and obviously um he didn't want to continue that relationship um and you could tell i mean once they bring rachel out how devastating oh my gosh the breakup was for her yeah the these like 10 minutes or 15 minutes of the episode were like the craziest it was like so crazy Mm -hmm. and 
like Matt was at a loss for words. Like I didn't even know what to say. Like yeah. it was just, yeah. Like I can't even I can't even spit words out right now. No, for was, sure. It was it, it was like a very speechless yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. But I mean, you know, before we obviously get into Matt and Rachel coming out together on the stage, um, Emmanuel talks with Rachel um, mm-hmm. just by herself. Yeah. And you know, this is the first time that she's publicly came out and spoken about everything right. um, since it's happened. So you know, what, what were your thoughts on her conversation? Yeah, I mean obviously she's had a lot of time to think about what she's done Mm -hmm. and sort of come up with a response to everything that's happened um Mm -hmm. yeah but I think in in the end like she did handle herself well and she did mention she is putting in the work um but yeah I mean in terms of their relationship, like it, it seems like it's clearly over and there's only so much she can do. And, you know, it, it's just not going to happen at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And I mean, I think it's important to kind of talk about, um, you know, Emmanuel did ask her some really tough questions yeah. and I think they were super important questions to ask where he does say like, um, you know, asks her about everything that's happened and and she says like I don't want to victimize myself like I don't want it to seem like I'm a victim here because I'm not um and and he asked like who do you see when you look at this picture of you at the antebellum party Mm -hmm. um and she says like I see someone who was living in ignorance yeah and you know I'm glad that she was able to admit that because Mm -hmm. that is what it is um ignorant people she was an ignorant person um and and she really says um that she there is no excuse for her ignorance because that's something that emmanuel asked was who do you blame for that ignorance because i think a lot of the times people will go back to the way that they were raised in their upbringing Mm -hmm. um and oh i grew up in a very white neighborhood or oh i went to a school that was super white but at the end of the day those are excuses right like so I, I'm glad that she said really that there is no excuse and yeah. I don't she didn't want to blame her parents or her upbringing. Right. Um, but, you know, I do think that she answered honestly that those those hard hitting questions yeah. in the beginning. Um, I do wish that she would have maybe given a little bit more of an apology. I felt mm-hmm. like, you know, a little bit more explanation could have been good. Like um, ba- background history i don't know just a little bit something more like she did apologize a couple times to matt when they brought him out um but i felt like she kind of owed more of an apology to like bachelor nation and everyone um like affected by her actions right because it wasn't just matt that was affected like so many people were affected by this yeah um well one thing that we weren't privy to that did not air was a conversation between michelle and rachel at afr and i know like emmanuel talked about it on his youtube channel or on his instagram and i didn't get to fully watch it but yeah apparently they did have a sit down and talk about everything and i totally wish they aired that i think Mm -hmm. that would have been something really important for us to see as viewers and Mm -hmm. just like an important discussion to have in general of like between these two women right and especially you know michelle being a black woman i think it could have added a little bit more of a different perspective right um, than just the conversation between matt and rachel yeah um but you know 
she does say that she's still in love with him. Uh, Rachel said that. And, you know, the one thing I feel like that Emmanuel did do that I, I wasn't the biggest fan of was he kind of just like opened up the floor sort of a lot of the times. Like he was like, I'll just like, like give you the chance to talk instead of like asking those kind of prompting questions yeah. that Chris often does. Well, one thing, one question that I thought was really strange mm-hmm. and like uncomfortable not uncomfortable just like awkward was like and he asked you to both michelle and um rachel before they left they were like you know this could be the last time that you ever see matt i'm like where is matt going mm-hmm. like like it, he's not disappearing off the face of the earth mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. i don't know i just thought that was weird the way the question was phrased like i understood what he mean what he meant like Mm -hmm. you know this might be the last time you speak to him in a while but like what do you want to say yeah like it's like they're probably going to see him sometime or once or another but i just thought it was phrased Mm kind of strange Mm -hmm. no it was and i do think some of his questions toward the end kind of got a little bit like okay like we're in the weeds a bit like this is a little bit like too deep maybe i think you didn't know where to go yeah and i mean you can't you can't blame him i mean that had like such a difficult you know experience and and huge shoes to fill and also just like very uncomfortable conversation so i do think you know Mm -hmm. overall emmanuel did a really good job um but i feel like we need to kind of talk about when matt does come out Mm -hmm. um he comes out and you know he gives rachel a hug and they kind of have this embrace right um i thought it was like gonna go okay yeah better than it did yeah it definitely was a lot of silence a lot of like just super uncomfortable bits of absolute silence and you know like she does start off with an apology right which i'm glad that she did that yeah and but he didn't even respond no he didn't say anything he didn't respond to her apology like i was like oh shit yeah it was there was so much silence like he just like looking at matt you could tell his mind was racing with so many thoughts and like he just didn't know what to spit out and Mm -hmm. i totally get that it's just like you know there's only so much you can say Mm -hmm. and he didn't have anything to say yeah (laughs) i mean he really really struggled um you know he did say that it's heartbreaking and it's devastating it's disappointing Mm -hmm. um and and you could just tell that he was struggling so much and you know emmanuel did try to get some stuff out of him and say like what's going through your mind right now or like where are you at and and he just he couldn't respond and he he didn't know what to say and and you know, at one point, um, Rachel grabbed his hand and, yes. and went to hold his hand. Yes. And I was like, oh, my goodness. And like rubbed his shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. And he like held her hand for a bit and then he pulled away. Yeah. And I was like, "Ooh." yeah. Well, the one thing he mentioned was when they were like initially having the conversation about like the images and everything. It was crazy to me. He was well. I mean, not so crazy, but he said that, you know, she didn't understand why her actions were problematic. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, God, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. just I mean, that goes back to her being ignorant and not understanding the situation that she like she went to these parties and like, Mm -hmm. You know, didn't know they were problematic and mm-hmm. whatnot. And, you know, personally, I've never even heard of an antebellum party. No, this was the, 
this whole allegation or, or these pictures surfacing yeah. was the first time. And I do think it is something um, like in Greek life that maybe happens yeah. and in, in the cer- South. Like South yeah. Colleges, yeah. Um, so obviously us being, you know, up North in a college that doesn't have Greek life, mm-hmm. like we've never heard of it. And right. it's just disgusting that it yeah. happens. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in something else that um, he said, which I thought was like a pretty big statement was, he said, I, Matt said, I don't want to be emotionally responsible for those tears. Mm-hmm. And I didn't sign up for this conversation. Right. And I was like, oof, like that one hits hard. Yeah. There was a lot. There were a lot of heavy like one liners. Mm-hmm. It was just like, I mean, I I was at the edge of my seat. I was yeah. like, what is going to happen? Like, what is he going to say next? It was just... And I mean, you you have to like understand that though, because like he shouldn't be no. responsible in for this situation, right? Like yeah. I mean, this situation is is so different, and and he shouldn't have to carry the burden of like making her understand what things are racist and and what isn't. Right. And so I mean, I just feel like it was a very big statement, and um, you know, and then we kind of toward the end got into just those like super awkward conversations from Emmanuel, like yeah, the like do you, you see said. yourself being together? Again? Yeah, and then like, he said like, do you guys want to share one final embrace? Yeah, I was like, was, what? That was. Like they're literally sitting there in awkward silence mm-hmm. and now you think they're going to hug each other? <laughs> like that's probably not going to happen and yeah. it didn't. They just kind of sat there. That might have been like a pre-written question that they should have just ex-nayed at the yeah, end. Yeah, the producers should just been like, yo, like this is going south. Let's not ask that. Yeah. But obviously that didn't happen. I know, I know. It was, it was very uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I think we all expected it to be. Yeah, um, I think that's the word of the afr literally uncomfortable is is the perfect word for it yeah um but yeah i i guess i i was left after the end of it you know wanting more which i think we always want more um but i think i would have wished that we got a little bit more of an explanation from her as to why she did those things and what she's actually doing to quote unquote put in the work like what is that actually looking like for her yeah didn't he like ask her like what are you doing and she kind of like glazed over the question she totally dodged the question and i was like that's really interesting like you know she's posting stuff on her instagram and this and that but she's like like well you know i could say i watch documentaries and listen to podcasts and like that's just not gonna be enough or whatever but like there's other stuff i'm doing and i'm like okay then what is it then what is it yeah like just be transparent like you know but that was really you know it for her conversation with matt it ended like super awkwardly and um they tossed it to break and then when when they (laughs) came back we had this super also (laughs) anticlimactic you know reveal maybe for for us maybe not for some people that's true because we did find out yeah before we spoiled it for ourselves we did spoil it for ourselves i usually never we never do that no we're not spoiler type of people we're not but we were like we know the ending so we might as well know the bachelorettes yeah (laughs) um yeah i mean it's like okay like let's just find out you know the bachelorettes like things have been swirling in um on instagram and stuff that Mm -hmm. it was probably katie and then we get two bachelorettes yeah I mean, Katie and Michelle. Yeah. If I didn't have it spoiled for me and like Emmanuel said, you know, there's a lot of options out there and 
like there were so many that we're gonna bring out two and like maybe announce one like if I didn't know I was like oh there's definitely gonna be two yeah it was just a little weird like I was like okay like very uncomfortable especially (laughs) because I feel like I'm not I wasn't like oh my god I'm so excited for either of them yeah I think I think I will be I mean I was a big Katie fan I really liked Katie I think it'll be a really fun and different season Mm -hmm. and sex positive season yeah that's true I just think she'll bring some freshness to the show like she definitely brought freshness to Matt's season Mm -hmm. and you know stood against the bullying and confronted Matt and brought a vibrator on the first night like she just brought a lot to the season so I think for both of them they'll be able to carry their own show Mm -hmm. they'll just be like very different yes seasons and I think that's probably you know change is always a little bit scary um but I do think it should be a breath of fresh air and Mm -hmm. hopefully it is a really fun season um and and also news broke that Chris Harrison will not be hosting um this next upcoming season with Katie and that it's going to be Taysha and Caitlin which I think I'm more excited about than Katie being (laughs) bachelorette i'm like can we just have another season with caitlin where we know she picks jason right like let's just like fast forward we know she picks jason yeah i would love that i absolutely love caitlin bristow we love love you caitlin please come on our pod we would love to have you caitlin um just i think it's gonna be such this like I don't know, like super strong woman, like positive mm-hmm. type of season. Yeah, for sure. That, you know, hopefully will be that breath of fresh air. Yeah. Um, and then Michelle will have her season air after Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. Um, so I think we're going to probably get um, Katie's. Guys. Yeah, I mean, we're going to have Katie's season probably. If I had to guess, this is just me guessing. Yeah. It's like Katie's season started in May. Yeah. Bachelor in Paradise sometime probably july mm-hmm, august time frame mm-hmm. and then michelle's somewhere in like that september time frame yeah i um, concur <laughs> so i mean yeah it's gonna be a lot of guys in the next couple of months oh thank you yes thank like you. okay cool cool yeah. cool yeah hopefully it's they're as good as um the men from Tasha season like oh I hope they so. set a high freaking bar mm-hmm. like they raised that bar so i hope these men bring their a game mm-hmm. i hope katie and michelle get only the best yeah you would hope so i hope so i I hope that we're you know turning a new leaf a new chapter in this franchise um i think the time off is going to be much needed um for things to sort of calm down and people to be able to get excited again yeah yeah definitely and kind of just embrace this new um chapter that is headed in bachelor nation you know in bachelor mm-hmm. nation's way yeah um but yeah we're super excited i mean i i can definitely say i'm glad that matt's season is over yeah i'm glad that we kind of have an ending to it me too we'll keep you guys updated obviously with bachelor news as yes. things i'm sure will start to unravel and mm-hmm. will spottings will happen <laughs> and this will happen yeah um yeah. but yeah i mean that is it y'all ah! for matt james's season oh my god so crazy it like, is honestly it felt very very long it did feel really long but we made it y'all <laughs> we made it we, we made, made it. it we made it we made we stuck the landing we really <laughs> did we're like okay thank you next yes <laughs> thank you thank you we still love you matt we re- 
maybe we'll see him in paradise oh my god would that be crazy i feel like there's never been a lead in paradise i feel like there really hasn't been no claire showed up to paradise well oh no but she was a lead after yeah she was the lead after oh yeah yeah hmm so maybe we'll see peter maybe and matt and they can talk about their relationship with their mother yes (laughs) compare notes (laughs) i was actually really laughing so hard did you see matt's uh tweet after about therapy yeah after yeah. the final rose it was the day after he was like google's therapist yes. near me so good oh my god like, i love classic. that he can make fun of himself yeah i was like but also that's a good idea yeah for sure and just so you guys know this is not the end of us we are not going away we're still gonna bother you every week if it's not every week it maybe it'll be every other week <laughs> um we're hoping to get you more and more guests we have we just announced that we're going to be having garen flowers on from claire season and ed wastebroat from tasha season so get ready for those interviews and we're hoping to line up some more people in the upcoming weeks and then before you know it it'll be katie season yeah definitely i i am super super excited um to have you know new content for you guys new guests coming on so yeah. uh yeah we're looking forward to what's next in bachelor nation yeah and also before we do our little wrap up we just want to say thank you to our dedicated listeners for mm-hmm. listening because we recently just hit a thousand downloads Woo! yeah yeah <laughs> um and that's like our first big like goal that we yeah. hit so just want to thank you all for being so dedicated and listening and um yeah yeah definitely like thank you guys so so much for supporting us we wouldn't be able to do this without you guys um and we love to see you know this podcast continue to grow and just the connections that we've made and the people who are listening um yeah we're super excited and um like we always say we would love it if you follow us on spotify and subscribe on apple and if you are listening on apple Podcasts, be sure to give us five stars and leave us a comment we would love to hear from you guys and as always make sure to follow us on our instagram Instagram at the bachelor degree podcast for all your latest bachelor news and updates from us yeah and you know we usually say we'll be with you guys we need yeah. a recap <laughs> math season but yeah. you know we'll be hopefully with you weekly if not weekly it'll be every other week to mm-hmm. give you some new interviews talk about bachelor news and also you know maybe freshen up our content a little bit and talk more about maybe ourselves bring in some other reality contestants who Maybe. who knows what's who in knows? store for this podcast we have lots of ideas we have lots yeah. of things that we're working on so merch. make sure <laughs> yeah maybe some merch coming soon yeah literally if you just, guys want merch tell us yeah let us know slide into our dms and tell us yeah, because we're we definitely you know considering that i guess yeah, so yeah. make sure you just follow our instagram because we will have all of our updates on mm-hmm. there so you can stay up to date with all things bachelor nation yeah and as always we will talk to you bachelor bitches next week on the bachelor degree bye guys bye everyone